Hello and welcome to The Outside Story, a podcast on TV, film, and media from an outside perspective. I'm your host, Larry, and here I have with me, Jonathan. This is our yearly Halloween special, and today, for our fourth episode, we'll be talking about Over the Garden Wall and City of Ghosts. Now, for these two stories, I'm actually curious, Jonathan, why you wanted these two to be in our special, because like I've seen Over the Garden Wall, and it definitely is kind of spooky and kind of, you know, fits with the whole entire the theme of Halloween, but I wasn't expecting for you to suggest these two stories, so what mm-hmm. made you want to bring these up for the special? Yeah, I feel like we tend to do a lot of horror stuff, or we tend to cover a lot of horror um, that is mostly for like an adult audience, I think, which is fine, you know? I think that these two um, shows bring a sort of diversity to our podcast that like these are shows that you can actually pick up and watch with like younger people you know with um with -hmm. kids and children and that's not to say that like um (laughs) i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't advise watching like you know a scary scary movie with your children um That'll just, you know, ask for a bunch of nightmares and sleepless nights. But, <laughs> yeah. like, with with shows like, you know, Over the Garden Wall and City of Ghosts, you can still be in this sort of, you know, Halloween, fall, spooky spirit. And at the same time, still enjoy this sort of season with your young ones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I also have two nephews who are ages five and seven who i mean i feel like we watched over the garden wall with them they were kind of around when we were watching them the first Mm -hmm. time yeah um and you know it's it's okay to have them around but if you pull it up pull up like a really scary film like you wouldn't want them to be traumatized by like the (laughs) images and the um sounds that they might see as children you know what i mean i feel like i feel like some kids you know might have the sort of tenacity you know to deal with those things but um the majority of kids get scared really easily you know everything's a lot bigger for Mm -hmm. them they just experience things on a much bigger scale because they're so small you know but uh, you know shows like city of ghosts and um over the garden wall are spooky enough you know like they're not i wouldn't even say city of ghosts is spooky it just has this element of like ghosts in it, you know, which we'll go mm-hmm. over in a little bit. But, you know, but Over the Garden Wall has a little bit of spookiness to it, which is like, it's like scary, but not that scary, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on adding these kind of two shows to our podcast this year. Yeah, so I actually really liked Over the Garden Wall. I honestly just wasn't expecting for you to suggest it because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I guess when we were first watching it, um, you seemed kind of interested, but also kind of like like oh, it's it's whatever. But I'm I'm a little surprised <laughs> that you yeah. that you enjoyed it as well. So <laughs> yeah, I I just think that for Over the Garden Wall, I just think that you started watching it like without telling me you were gonna watch it. You know, oh, and right, it was yeah. just kind of like. You were on episode three, I think, by the time, like, I started really paying attention to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know what happened in episodes one and two. Um, and so I was kind of paying attention to it. And, and I, I enjoyed it, like, with it being in the peripheral, you know? Um, right. And so uh, it was good to go back this time and really sit down and watch it again for, 
like for real, I guess, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's just kind of get right to it. Um, so Over the Garden Wall was created by Patrick McHale and released in 2014. It is about two half brothers who become lost in a strange force called the unknown. And as they venture into the woods, they encounter mysterious creatures that help them find their way home. And that pretty much is a pretty good rough summary of the entirety of the series. It's only a couple episodes. It's not even that long, maybe like 10 episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. And I believe you can find it on HBO Max or on Hulu. I watched it on Hulu, but I don't know where it is now. Like it's on Hulu. Okay, yeah, Yeah. because digital distribution is kind of all over the place nowadays. But um, (laughs) but um, yeah, so this was actually suggested to me by um, Jessica's husband. So uh, Jessica, our other co-host, she's joined us before on on this special. Her husband, because. he and I, we both watch Adventure Time, and um, we love mm-hmm. Adventure Time, like back in the college days. And mm-hmm. so he said that one of the creators created this show called Over the Garden Wall, and he, he told me to check it out. And so I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And I watched like the first episode and then the next episode, and I just kind of kept watching it. <laughs> it just yeah. kind of kept going and going. I, like, I can't stop watching it. This is a pretty good show. Um, and it definitely has like that type of humor, that kind of... Um, it's humor, but it's also like spooky. It's, it's kind of a lot of things where it's yeah. like, I don't know. It's it's very, it's not like super cartoony to the point where it's like, oh my God, this is definitely for kids. But like, it's definitely right. like still pulls you in to kind of keep watching like the show and kind of keep watching to kind of see what um, the two brothers are, are going through uh, mm-hmm. in, in this show. Um, yeah. Yeah. What did you think about it, Jonathan? I think that it has the feeling of Adventure Time in a way but for some reason i i can't watch adventure time and you know this about me like (laughs) yeah mm -hmm. i I don't know what it is like i will sit down and try to watch adventure time and like the humor sometimes is funny but like i don't know for like for some of the humor i just it just doesn't it doesn't like do it for me you know Mm -hmm. um and like I, i i get it you know i get the show but at the same time, like, I don't just, it's just not for me. But for some reason, Over the Garden Wall, it just, it, it feels like more my type of show. I think a part of it is because, like, the setting is Halloween, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it is Halloween time in the show, and, um, and these two brothers are lost kind of, like, in the woods, you know? And so it kind of has this sort of, like, lost in the woods, oh my gosh, spooky sort of feel. And, like, there's also music, you know? The music doesn't really like start up until episode three for some reason but like um like the music is just so good like they always sing a song in every episode i don't know i don't know why it doesn't happen until episode three where i think wirt sings potatoes and molasses and that's like the mm-hmm. first song that is in the in the show but i love that song so much you know <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And so it's just, like, this really super cutesy, like, musical-ish, like, spooky autumn fall season show. And it just kind of encompasses a lot of what is great about this season, you know, of fall and October and go moving into this, like, really hot summer into, like, you know... Um, like into into winter you know kind of that transition mm-hmm. season and so I, I i think all these things just make it a great show 
you know um yeah and plus like elijah wood is like the main voice actor and he shines a lot in this show you know as the mm-hmm. as the main character and so i just i don't know i just really love this show <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely, like, a very strong appeal to the show. And also, like, you mentioned the the singing and and the musical stuff. And Adventure Time, what most people remember about Adventure Time is, you know, not just the characters, but also, like, the music and the singing as well. So I think they transitioned that into Over the Garden Wall very well. Um, And to be honest, I completely forgot about the singing until you mentioned it (laughs) in Over the Garden Wall. Oh, yeah, they had a lot of singing. It was very entertaining. Um, yeah. Like every so, yeah. episode, there's a song, and it starts with "Potatoes and Molasses," which is <laughs> like one of my favorite <laughs> songs. You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The main character is in high school, and so like he is is sort of like coming of age, you know. And so you get that little bit of coming of age too, you know, and finding yourself mm-hmm. and and finding like the confidence and courage that you had in yourself, you know? And I think like a lot of that has to do with what horror is too. You know what I mean? Like at its heart, like finding the courage and confidence within yourself to overcome your fears and to do what it is that's needed, you know, to Mm -hmm. like overcome trauma or overcome sort of the horrors of like life, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this show does it in such a cool way and like it accomplishes it in like 10 minute episodes, you know what I mean? And so it's just, it's just very well done. Yeah. And, um, also, I guess to kind of add a little more context for our listeners, um, so the kind of spookiness that this show has, it's kind of like a Western horror. I don't know if you would be able to, I don't know if you want to call it or classify that, but like it, it's very like Salem-esque, you know, the the idea or the, the different types of mythology that you might encounter. Mm, yeah. Um, and kind of like, um, I guess another good comparison would be like, it's like Spirited Away. If Spirited Away is for Eastern mythology, like a yeah. bunch of Eastern creatures, um, then Over the Garden Wall is a bunch of Western creatures. So a yeah. lot of different tall tales and different things you might encounter, like growing up, if you're, uh, you know, born and raised here in the right. West, the types of tales you might hear, like you'll pop, you might see like bits and pieces of it in this particular show. Right, right. It's kind of like uh, the Brothers Grimm, you know, you kind of get like the woodsmen, like they're lost in the woods. So you get the Snow White sorts of sort of feel, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a like a, a grandmother, like creepy grandmother figure that kind of is, is um, reminiscent of like Hansel and Gretel, you know what I mean? So yeah, it has those sorts of like Brothers Grimm sort of fairy tale moments in it, which I think mm-hmm. also adds to the charm of the show. Yeah. So, is, do you have anything else to add, Jonathan? Otherwise, I think that's pretty much it for Over the Garden Wall. No, I don't have anything else to add. I just, I just really love this show, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> yes, I agree. I also highly recommend this show. If you haven't gone around to check it out, um, if you're not really spooked, it's still a very good story. It's still very well written, and there's so many good things about the show that yeah. it's, it's a little hard to really cover within our short amount of time because we're not even talking about like specific episodes we're just kind of giving an overall right view of it um and so yeah definitely check it out if you haven't gone around to it yeah it's definitely one of the shows where like this is a show that you can save for halloween night and you can binge it while giving out candy you know like it's it's that show in my opinion mm-hmm. yeah all right other than that i think we can go ahead and go on to our next show that we're talking about uh city of ghosts 
Yeah, so City of Ghosts is a show on Netflix. It's about a group of kids who are in this ghost club and they live in the Los Angeles area and they essentially get notified about ghosts or they like go out and hunt for ghosts and they meet ghosts in the city who just kind of tell them a little bit more about who they are and why they exist as a ghost in the city of LA. I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's a really good show for kids. Um, it has like, I think a group of maybe four or five kids in it, you know? Um, The main character, her name is Zelda. We don't know how old she is, um, but she's kind of like the leader of the ghost club. And then you have Thomas, who's like a non-binary child, uh, uses they, them pronouns. And then you have Ava um, and Peter also, who are also a part of the, uh, the club. And... Yeah, I mean, I first kind of heard of this show while sort of researching what kind of shows we can be doing for um, the podcast. And I just kind of really liked it um, as I was kind of watching through it. It seems very ahead of its time. I don't know how else to explain it, but it does kind of seem ahead of its time as as like an animated, you know, TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, I enjoyed it. What what did you think of it, Larry? Yeah, I honestly didn't know what to expect when you mentioned City of Ghosts. Um, it has like a like a documentary, yeah, mockumentary if anything kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, what the kids do is they go around and they basically try to archive and record like all their experiences mm-hmm. in these encounters, and they all have different kinds of stories to tell, like these ghosts. And so it's very interesting to kind of hear the different history and to hear the different um, experiences and um, why they still kind of linger around that that sort of thing um, and like in, in a in a of course a kid-friendly way it's not like <laughs> it's not it's not like <laughs> super creepy yeah but yeah it's, it's not like unnerving it's but, very um, cutesy like mm-hmm. adorable Oh, yeah, yeah, look at that cute little ghost that just popped out of the wall, you know? Sort yeah, of, yeah. Like kinda, Casper kinda like the a, Friendly yeah, Ghost. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Feel. Yeah. In an era where Casper does not exist, really, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Casper of of um, this generation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this show was created, I think it was created by Elizabeth Ito. I know that she's the showrunner, and she also actually did stuff for Adventure Time, too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if she's the creator. I think, yeah, she's the developer and the showrunner uh, for City mm-hmm. of Ghosts. And, you know, as the as the show goes on and, and the kids, like, learn more about, like, each of the ghosts and stuff, like, each episode kind of follows, you know, kind of like a Monster of the Week formula where there's, like, one ghost per episode, you know? Um, yeah. and uh, And they go through and um, figure out, like, why the ghost is there. And usually there's, like, something kind of deeper happening with the ghost, right? Which is kind of like a horror trope. Like, there's something going on with the ghost, which is why it's it's there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I think it's interesting that, that there's just a lot of... I don't know what the word is. Like, maybe it's, like, educational, you know? 
Um, like the show is very educational in terms of like, oh yeah, like this is why our city is the way that it is. Or like, you know, like this is what happened in back in history and why this ghost is here. Or, you know, like this is, it has a lot to do with like the culture of LA and explaining and, um, educating kids on, or just people in general too, on like different things that or different sort of cultures and peoples in LA, which I think is really different, you know, for the sort of show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, as I was watching like the episodes, there's a lot of it where it's like, wow, like, I didn't even know they existed. Like I would have to Google like during <laughs> I would Google it to, to like, was this really a thing? Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, because because I really wasn't sure because I've right. never been exposed to it, you right. know? Um, yeah, and they, they really are like, these cultures that that do exist um and it's great to kind of hear these kinds of stories and i I think in in general that's kind of what these ghosts are kind of supposed to represent it's sort Mm -hmm. of like to like you know like each episode kind of talks about it differently you know one's about ancestors one's about different cultures and it's all about like remembering things and that's what these ghosts represent and and i think it's very reminiscent of course of how we are supposed to remember our past and remember mm-hmm. what we've been through in our in our past experiences and mm-hmm. i think that, that that's great i did like the show but it felt like uh i'm thinking it might be a little too um kind of like how pixar lately has been kind of like oh it's very funny very kiddish very childish ish mm-hmm. you know appealing to those kids but like at the same time i think the the overall message might be a little too like old for them (laughs) yeah it's it's like very deep and it 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 might even go over their heads like um i was watching this i was watching a few episodes here and there with my nephews and the older one he i think the seven-year-old he understood a lot of it you know but Mm. i think when it got to like the very educational parts where they're explaining you know like oh who are who are these people or like what happened to, you know, Japanese Americans during World War Two and stuff like that. Like, I think he just kind of like stopped paying attention, you know, yeah. to those parts. Um, and so I think it, it tends to kind of lose its sort of um, uh, you kind of just. I, it just goes over their heads. You know what I mm-hmm, mean? Right. Like, um, it's just it, like some of some of the stuff they talk about is really deep. And so, um, like, I don't know if it's um, like it's it's kind of hard to tell, like, what age is appropriate to watch this show. You know what I mean? Right. Because, like, yeah. you don't want to be like they're too old and it's like, oh, that doesn't appeal to them anymore. Right. But they're, they're too young to understand what it's trying right. to say. Right. And so, like, with the five-year-old, he was just bored most of the time, you know. But then I also feel like the five-year-old, my, my five-year-old nephew is bored a lot of the time, you know. Yeah. I think it's just in his personality. <laughs> um, and so, like, I, I, I don't I don't know if, if that's just him in general or if, like, all five-year-olds will watch this and be like, oh, my gosh, this is so boring, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to, I guess, like, try to figure out, like, I think maybe like between the ages of eight and 10, you know? Yeah. I think this would be good for them. But, you know, the kids who are in the TV show are also kind of young too. So I don't know if a 10 year old is going to feel like this is too kiddish for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it definitely has like a PBS esque kind of feel to it. Yeah, um, like because it's very educational. You know, you learn a lot. Um, a little, a little spooky here and there, but nothing like too. Not, not nothing too. <laughs> nothing, nothing really scary to be honest. Right, <laughs> right. Like the scariest you'll get is like security footage of, like a. The, the stove getting knocked out or like a door opening or something, you know? Yeah. I think that's like the scariest. And even then it's not like, it's not like, it's not like a buildup of suspense, you know? So right, they're not right. like holding you at the edge of your seat. It's just kind of like a, oh, look, the door's opening and then the door will open, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's very, it's more like, uh, cause, because of the mockumentary kind of feel, it definitely feels more wholesome and heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the kind of vibe they're going for this kind of show. Yeah. And so it's definitely like, you can definitely keep it running in the background. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. without fear of like scaring like any young children right. <laughs> in the vicinity. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm also curious, you know, for those of you who have young ones in your family, like if you're listening to this and, you know, and you're looking for something during like the season to like to like watch with your young ones like watch this one and let me know let us know like how they respond to it because you know it could just be my nephews you know that they're they're both really into dinosaurs right now so like anything that's not dinosaurs like (laughs) like well like are they even paying attention you know i don't i don't know but like i'm just curious how other kids you know, would receive this show. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. If if they would if they would really like it, or um, if if it's something that they're just kind of like, no, I I don't really want to pay attention to this. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last thing I'll add is um, like this: this TV show did win an award, um, a Peabody Award for children and youth programming. Um, and so, like, this is like an award-winning show. And so, even if you're if you don't have kids, you know, or, or like you know, you don't have young ones to watch it with um, in your life, then I think it's still worth checking out. You know, at least the first episode, because I think the first episode is actually really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, like, at least check out the first episode and just kind of see for yourself, like, what this show is all about. And I think that this show, again, m- you know, maybe it won the award because it's a little ahead of its time in terms of educational programming for kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty much it for today's episode of the Outside Story Halloween special. So, next week, join us next time as we watch the long walk under the shadow the wretched and they live in the gray a lot of films to catch up on if you'll be watching with us so uh yeah you have a whole week so get to it all right we'll see you next time